Hello, gorgeous people of the internet. Welcome to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. I am your host, Jay Nixon, and today is day number two of 12 Days of Gratitude. And today I am bringing to you the most special person in my life, the person that I am most grateful and thankful for in the world, my significant other, Lori. If you've listened to this show at all, you know Lori. You've heard me speak about her at volumes. I give her the credit for my success, my evolution, and my being as it is today. Her and my mother, of course. And a special sneak peek, you might hear my mom on this version of 12 Days of Gratitude. If I can talk her into it, we'll see. But today, you're going to get Lori. She is the most beautiful person in the world, both inside and out. I can't wait for to share her with you. So let's just get started. Welcome to the show, and here we go. Hey, babe. Hey. Guys, if you, I mean, if you live under a rock, then you probably don't know who this person is. This is Lori. She's been on the show a couple of times. My um, highly touted significant other. Um, and I've told you guys, I'm going to bring people on the show that I am extremely grateful for that mean the world to me. So babe, welcome to the most electrifying podcast on the internet. I mean, I think somebody said that once. So that's my new, it's my new tagline. Oh, well, gosh, I think it was you that said that. And I want to thank you for having me. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty big deal. Um, it just, is. <laughs> so my, one of my favorite things, guys, is people always ask Lori, like, do you listen to Jay's podcast? And the, the real answer is no. But the other answer is she does because she says that I'm so loud whenever I do the podcast that she can hear me all over the house. So. Oh, yeah, I can be in any room in the house and I hear Jay's podcast. So for those of you that are wondering if I listen, yes, I do. And it's like being in an amphitheater. It's amazing. <laughs> so you guys have heard me banter and you guys know how much love and respect and, and admiration and gratitude I give to Lori for all of my success. But today's not about that. Today is about asking her a couple of key questions. You guys know what the 12 days of gratitude is about by now. It's about bringing on people that I love, people that I respect, people that I have immense gratitude for and asking them two simple questions. Number one, babe. How have you found gratitude during such an extremely chaotic time? And the second question will be, I'm going to give them both to you just in case you want to banter and elaborate. The second question is, how has that gratitude served you this year? Okay, so how have I found gratitude during such a crazy year? Well, I think it's great that you're doing this, first of all, because we've all been on this incredible roller coaster of hope and despair, hope and despair. Um, so I've had those moments, but I would say that I found gratitude in slowing down. I, I tell everybody that, gosh, what I realized is Jay and I were both so busy for so long. I think a big part of our conversations on a daily basis was, hey, babe, how was your day? Good. How was your day? And then go to bed. And when you are forced to stop everything that you're doing, basically, and sit in your backyard for three months, you have deeper conversations. So I found gratitude in those, those deep conversations. I also uh, have to say nature, like when you and I would walk to the gym. So definitely, I, I feel like I can see every ridge on the mountain and every ant on the ground and I love nature. So I had the time to acknowledge, absorb and see all of those amazing things. And then I got to work out with you every day, which was good. I, I feel stronger than I ever have. and. For those of you guys listening in, I didn't love it the first three or four days. I felt like I was tortured and abused. And then all of a sudden my friends started saying, oh, 
your arms look really good. And um, it was good. If I, I have gratitude for getting in good shape during, during this crazy year, 2020. So you, Rudy, nature, exercise, slowing down conversations. And gosh, that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Before you answer the second half, and I'll reiterate what that is, I'll tell a quick going on a walk with Lori story. It's like going on a walk with Ansel Adams. Um, and I, I don't know if he took photographs. So every bush we pass, every um, <laughs> rock we pass, if the sun moves a half an inch on the sunrise, she's like, hey, hold my water. She probably has a thousand photos just from our daily walks. And, what, and I'll even tell you guys something that we've done to try to keep that momentum going, even though now we're both sort of back to work. I wouldn't say it was in, you know, in the fashion that we're used to, but we're both taking one day a week um, off from going to our physical studios and actually going for a walk in the morning together and spending that quality time together um, like we did during the beginning of the lockdown. So that's something that I'm extremely grateful for that we've continued that momentum and that trend. So that would be my suggestion to some of you guys. If you find yourself now drifting away from things that you loved about spending more time with your significant other or chats with your kids or things of that nature, make sure you're still programming those into your lives. If anything, this showed me that slowing down is totally okay in certain fashions and you can weave those slow moments into your life to stay connected and stay in that place that you want to be. So babe, the second part of the question was, how have you used that, that not newfound gratitude because you're, you've always been a really grateful person, but how have you used gratitude this year to stay positive and stay powerful? For those of you guys that don't know, for those of you guys that don't know, Lori coaches thousands of and thousands of women from all over the world. And so, you know, when you're on that stage and you're in that position, you can't show up every day and be ho-hum, woe is me. So she's, you know, been, she stayed really powerful and positive for her coaching clients and whatnot. How have you, have you been able to do that, babe? Well, can we come back to this in one second? Cause I want to add to the story that you just told. It's your, it's, it, it's your podcast. You do it. Oh no, it's my, yeah, sure. It's <laughs> well, no, just going back to what you said. I think that people look at this time as they have to sacrifice, 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 and they're using it as Sacrifice is such a downer of a word. And those walks that we went on in the morning were, were a sacrifice uh, because my gosh, our date night was Mastro's every Saturday night with fancy food and amazing cocktails and meeting people uh, at the bar and in the restaurant that we became friends with and the bartenders and, and the other people that worked there. Um, but this sacrifice that's our new date day, being out in nature and then going to the grocery store after. And honestly, that brings me just as much joy. I miss masters and the people there. So look at what you've had to sacrifice and what you've turned it into. And I bet you'll find gratitude in that, you know, your new norm. So how have I used my gratitude to keep me sane? I, can you repeat the question? Well, yeah, let me elaborate. So I, I, I talked to so many people and they're like, but Jay, I don't, what am I supposed to be grateful for right now? How am I supposed to be grateful for something when all of this chaos is around me and all of this overwhelm and all of this things? And so an, an analogy that I give is like every morning I get up and I try to start my day with some kind of gratitude so that it's almost like a, a force field because you know that, you know, the outside, you know, external world is a bit crazy and chaotic. So how are you using those moments of gratitude and those, you know, our walks and Rudy and your newfound love for the, you know, nature and those things to keep you in a positive 
frame in a in a powerful position. Well, I I think that I like I said I'm starting to feel gratitude towards what I viewed in the beginning as being a sacrifice. I I also have really what's fueling me right now is is the gratitude that I feel towards being able to erase some of my tolerations. I know you joked the other day that I should wear a sign that says has Dyson will travel. Like, I mean, it's, it's propelling me this time to get these little things done around the house that I never had time to do like vacuum cleaning and, and, and cleaning the windows on a ladder, which you hid. And I don't know if you were scared or you were scared that I was going to ask you to help me. Oh, I don't, I'm not, I probably just put it back in the right place. No, no, no. I'm talking about when I was out cleaning <laughs> the windows, you disappeared. Oh, I was in my office and I'm like, is that a power drill? I thought somebody <laughs> had a power drill outside. I went outside and she has all the screens off the back of the house and has the Dyson like thing, like wedging it into the corner. But it really sounded like a drill from inside. And I'm like, what is going on in the backyard? Yeah, so, so I have no idea what <laughs> It's just, I think that's just it. Doing the little things that I didn't used to like to do or have time to do. I'm finding gratitude. And when you accomplish something that you have viewed as a toleration or a pain in the butt, oh my God, I think that powers me up and makes me feel more grateful for this time. And I heard something the other day that I, I'm just going to, I'm carrying it with me. And I hope that somebody else will when I share this. Uh, I heard Dr. Christina Northrup, who talks a lot about women's wisdom and our bodies say it's okay right now to feel like you're in a cocoon. And I think we've kind of turned our house into this cocoon, right? Like take the time that we are forced to be in our homes and use it as a cocoon. So you come out of this actually looking and feeling like a butterfly. And I think Jay, that you show up for your people in such a beautiful way that if you're, you're paying attention to Jay or anyone else you view as a mentor or a leader or an inspiration, then you're going to come out of this time with a lot of gratitude of who you've been able to turn into that cocoon that's turned into a butterfly. And that's beautiful cocoons, butterflies. I and mean, what did, we didn't know we were going to go this deep guys, but this is just what happens. Um, Lori and I could definitely do this for hours on end. So babe, I, I promised the peeps I would try to keep these short and I value your time as a busy professional. So thanks for being on the show. What parting words of wisdom would you leave the beautiful people of the Thrive Forever Fit Show? Again, the most electrifying podcast on the internet as <laughs> quoted by its um, host, Jay Nixon. I would say to just keep reminding yourself that this is not going to last forever. It's not gonna last forever, but also, just get up in the morning and do your gratitude. What do you teach them to do? The three gratitude. Yeah, just write down three things you're thankful and grateful for. Just start your day with like rewiring your brain to like think positively. And, and you know, if there's anything that pops up on that gratitude list, accomplish it, right? Like maybe you're foreshadowing this gratitude that you're going to have if you do this. Use this time knowing it's not going to last forever. Use it wisely so you don't step back into our new normal, which is right around the corner with any regrets. Gosh, it's awful living with regrets. And you have this, this time, it's beautiful time to, to do what you need to do, do the things that you've been putting off and um, take advantage of it in a good way. Don't look at it again, like it's such a sacrifice. That would be my, my wrapping it up advice to everybody listening. I love that. I'm going to leave it with something that you shared with me the other day that you heard on another podcast. So Jim Rohn is a famous business coach from, 
I mean, Jim maybe Jim's not still alive, but if he was, he'd still be doing what he was doing. And he has a famous quote, and it basically goes like this. He says that all humans will pay two prices of pain. You'll either pay the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And then he goes on to say that the pain of discipline weighs ounces and the pain of regret weighs, regret weighs tons. So I thought that was really profound. If you think about that, a little bit of discipline weighs a few ounces. Maybe it's challenging. Maybe it's something you struggle to do at first, but then you get better and better and better and better at it. And that discipline becomes your new habit. But the pain of regret, like if you show back up when 2021 comes and you know the sun comes out again and the rainbows and unicorns reappear and you've got a massive amount of regret, that's going to weigh tons, guys. And I know Lori nor I want to see you in that place. And so start now if you haven't started. If you've already started, continue that momentum continue to stack gratitude, continue to stack success and get yourself in a beautiful place where you don't have that regret whenever the sun comes back out. Yeah, let's wipe the board clean of the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Let them go, do them now, use this time wisely and you will come out actually probably being grateful for the time that we were allotted to stay at home and center and get stuff done. Absolutely. Babe, thanks for being on the show. I love you and I'll love see you, you. See you in a bit. for having me. Okay. Bye. Bye.